Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect, and play more every single day. The podcast that's focused on you, the mom, to help you fill up your cup and rediscover the joy and love in your everyday life. We can't parent alone, and parenting is too serious to be serious all the time. Thanks for being here. My name is Christy Thomas. I am the founder and developer of PlayForLifeMoms.com. Let's jump in. I am so excited you're here. We are in the first full week of January in 2020, if you're listening when this comes out. It's the second Friday, but like the first real week with all the things back on schedule, right? School, probably all the sports, any after school activities, work, no more mushy holiday holiday calendar schedule. I don't know if you saw the picture where they showed like the weeks, the 10 days or so in between Christmas and like January 5th. And the calendar was just all wavy and like loops, like all the days were merged into one because that's how that season feels, right? So here we are. Um, This episode comes out on January 10th and you have survived the first full work week. And hopefully you have thrived through the first full work week and back to school week here in 2020. Now, when you think of 2020, do you think of vision? I do. In fact, this week, my middle daughter and I went to our local children's hospital for her follow-up with her ophthalmologist because she has strabismus and amblyopia, which is fancy words to say that her vision is different in both eyes and um, one of them also wanders. It's a lazy eye. This is just a a quarterly checkup that we do to make sure that we're doing all the right things to preserve the best vision we can. So when I hear 2020, I think of vision right away and perfect vision. And when I think of vision, it's like give a mouse a cookie, give a moose a cupcake. Anyways, this is a really long-winded way to say, but I think of 2020 vision I think of 2020, and then my brain goes to say, what am I going to be thinking about in 20 years? When my kids are in their 20s, what are they going to be thinking about me? How are they going to reflect about their childhood? So that's today's topic, is let's talk about what it means to have 2020 vision. What does it mean to, to know that You're crafting the memories that your kids are going to reflect on. How are they going to think about you? Maybe these are things that make you feel uncomfortable. Because when I make changes in my life, it's usually based on the fact that I have this goal to be remembered when I'm like 99 as someone that's kind hearted and that I made people feel paid attention to, and that I loved the people that mattered to me well. I can't love everyone well, but I can love people, and I can really love those who matter to me well. And how do you know if you're loving someone well? Well, 
like all good things in life, when you want to know how something's actually going, you have to figure out a plan and track it. I wasn't a huge fan of tracking things until I read some Gretchen Rubin stuff, and she makes a pretty good argument about following things and writing them down and being a little bit nitty gritty about it. So what do you record? Well, I think you should record for one kid or one person in your house, because sometimes the person you need to track loving well is your spouse. Um, I think you should record on a post-it note, plus signs and minus signs. I want you to record how many times you're making deposits into your relationship bank account. The deposits would be positive things that you do, right? So those would be saying yes when they ask a request or giving choices for things you don't really care about. Like everyone knows you ask preschoolers, what color cup do you want today? Because preschoolers like making choices, but you can still do that. You can ask your teenager about the music choice in the car. Because frankly, I don't really care what music I listen to as long as it's not like extremely profane and that my seven-year-old can't listen to it, right? So ask and give choices. Share more about how much you love their positive qualities, right? We, I think as a culture in America, have done a really good job of understanding that Discipline means punishment in a lot of ways. And we've forgotten that what discipline really means is teaching and that in order to be teachable, you have to have connection with that person. And so how do you connect? By doing more positives. And one of the positives that are easy is sharing what you love about that person, sharing their unique and special talents and what you notice about them that they might not even notice about themselves. Share and praise their effort when you see they're doing something or notice that they're being extra kind. Speak those things out loud. Those are all positive deposits in your emotional relationship bank account. Enjoy activities together. Stop going through the motions and being a martyr in your own life. Give yourself permission to lean into the fun, right? And if you need more about this, go listen to last week's episode, episode 58, about using fun as your compass. It really is one of my biggest goals for 2020 is to have fun be my compass. And one of the other ways you can have a positive deposit is by just acknowledging how a person feels and what they're saying. So making sure that when they want to have a conversation with you, you put down the phone and you turn your body towards them so they feel seen. Okay, that's a positive deposit. So my challenge for you is to take a post-it note. Don't write the person's name on it because heaven knows you probably don't want this found. Um, and that might make it awkward that you're only tracking one person when you have more than one person in your house. So don't label it, just make a, draw a line down the middle and record the positives 
and then put minus signs on the other side of the line whenever you do one of these type of things, these withdrawals. When you have to say no, because you're going to have to say no, right? You can't buy five different Peppa Pig cups at the grocery store all the time. Um, when you have to issue a command, sometimes you just have to leave the house at 7.30 a.m. No matter what, you have to go. You have to come to the dinner table. There's commands. You get a negative withdrawal when you have to tell your kids or someone that they're wrong. When you have to enforce rules or give out consequences, you get a negative point for ignoring them. And it should seem very obvious. You get a negative withdrawal whenever you treat the person you're tracking with your kids or your spouse in an insulting, condescending, or sarcastic way. So our job is to spend the day trying to make as many deposits as you can. Because, you know, bedtime's gonna roll around and you're gonna have to give some orders and commands. You're gonna have to say no to five more minutes or no to reading that book 10 more times, okay? So your job is to see how many positive deposits you can make. The goal is, at the end of the day, that you have five times more positive deposits than negative withdrawals. The ratio is between somewhere between five to one and eight to one, depending on where you read for relationships. So the 2020 vision is to make sure that 20 years from now, when your kids are thinking back on your parenting style, what will they say about you? And if you work hard at noticing your positive deposits and your negative withdrawals and making sure that the positive is more, then I think they're going to look back and say, my mom really saw me. We were connected. She didn't always give me what I wanted, but she was there for me. And I felt loved. That's the 2020 vision. Okay, thank you for helping me process all of those big thoughts. This podcast is really my safe place to build a community and to work on the things, on the relationships that I hold closest to my heart. If you want more coaching, more handholding, more scaffolding about how to have fun as your compass, please consider signing up for Play for Life Moms Texting, and you can find that at www.play4lifemoms.com. And you'll find two different plans to sign up for, an annual plan or a monthly plan. And I text about five days a week. So every five out of seven days, you'll be getting a message from me to just nudge you on that path. Now for the self-care. Your self-care today is to clean out your bathroom, your side of the bathroom. Don't touch your honey stuff, just your stuff, your old makeup, old nail polish, whatever's lurking underneath your sink. If you have extra bottles of shampoo you're no longer using in your bathroom, 
just give yourself a fresh start. The bathroom, I think, is the easiest place to declutter because there is no emotional attachment usually for any of those things. So just get rid of it all and feel free. The game, the play idea is a game that my kids have taught me during winter break here. So we've been playing this hide and seek game called sardines, where one person, if you have a group of people, you need at least three, one person hides and then two people or more count to 30 and then you go look for the person that's hiding. But instead of yelling, I found you, what you do is that when you find the person that's hiding, you quickly and silently hide in the same place with them. That's why it's called sardines, because you get all packed in there. The more people, the more people that have to squeeze in. The more people playing. So, go play sardines. It's a really, really fun game. I like to play it in a way, in a time span, where everyone gets a chance to be the first sardine. It's no fun not being able to be the hider. So there you go. Go play sardines. Make some family memories. Lean into fun. Like I say in every episode, I don't believe there are any perfect moms or any perfect humans, but I do believe that you are the perfect mom for your kid. Okay, have a great day. I'll be back next week. And for now, just know that I think you are a rock star. You've got this.